All right, rap stars this week, tune in and listen to Romeo and Kenny talk about simplification of your life. What we're going to be talking about in this show is the benefits of simplifying your life and really choosing what success means for you. So tune in, get ready to learn, and we hope that you enjoy our show today. What's up, rap stars? It's your host, Romeo Santos, co-host Kenny Fulton. We are very excited to have you guys here with us in the second week of January. Happy New Year, everybody. And we're going to be talking about something that I think is perfect timing for the new year to help you all find more space in your lives. Kenny, what are we going to be talking to these folks about today? Well, today we're uh, going to cover a, a couple different uh, topics that all relate to simplification, how to simplify our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Simplifying our lives. And so, you know, we, we've been spending a lot of time, even unbeknownst to ourselves, kind of talking about this subject over the last three, four months of 2021, when, when we were talking about kind of a refocus and, and, and really drilling down on what we're doing. What we didn't realize that we were also talking about simultaneously was by drilling down on those things and getting really clear on what's important, it helps us to simplify our lives by, by, by not having so many things that we're worrying about, thinking about, focusing on. And so, you know, through this process, we've come up with, with nine benefits, and I'm sure that there's countless more, but for us, there's these nine benefits that we believe are really, really going to be key when we talk about simplifying your life and why. And so what we're going to do today for everybody is we're going to talk through these nine, and then we're going to spend a little time kind of drilling down and giving real life um, uh, examples of, of areas and things that we could that we could simplify to help bring these things out. Okay, so first and foremost, something that I talk about all the time that that, that is really, really, I feel it, I feel it on a regular basis, I can feel at the end of the day when I've experienced this, Number one benefit that I believe in simplifying your life <clears throat> is that you'll reduce your decision fatigue. Man, is decision fatigue real, right? Like when we live a simplified life, we reduce the choices we have, and thus we're going to reduce the stress that we have and that we encounter in making decisions, especially about the mundane things, right? Like we don't even think about it, but you know what you're going to wear, what shoes you're going to put on. Um, what you're going to have for breakfast, what you're going to have for lunch. All these things are decisions that we must make on a daily basis, yet there really are ways that we can simplify those processes and either make them easier, predetermined, or eliminate them altogether so that we have more space for other decisions. Kenny, what are some of the things in your life that you find that you spend more energy than you'd like to spend on making decisions about? Uh, well, I, I think one of the things I like to do is, um, you know, like every day we, you make some decisions consistently, like, like uh, what you're going to wear. Right. Um, I know that's a really good one that you like to focus on because we have a lot of great examples. Um, a lot of like, like Steve jobs, I think is one, right. Who wears the same, you know, thing pretty much every day. Um, uh, but one thing that I like is when it comes to food, Right. Because you kind of wake up first thing in the morning and then it's like, OK, what am I going to eat? And right. what I'm going to eat lunch. You know, what am I going to eat at dinner? Um, so, you know, one thing that I've been talking about for a long time is, is fasting. 
you know? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes with my decisions, you want to just, you know, you can make your decisions easier by just doing the same thing or sometimes by making less decisions during the course of a day. So like with fasting, uh, less meals. So the fewer meals that you're eating, the less things that you have to decide of, you know, what am I going to eat? Is this the right thing? You know, what time am I going to eat it? What did I have yesterday? Is this getting old? Cause I'm having the same thing, you know, for breakfast or lunch every day. So Mm. I like to also just reduce the number of decisions um, that I'm making by, you know, having less meals. Um, Another thing uh, when it comes to um, uh, my clothing is like this shirt right here. This shirt uh, is a pretty neutral color. It doesn't really take a lot to match it. And so a lot of times, even when I'm getting my clothing, I get things that kind of just work with each other. So I could just kind of grab any shirt and any pair of pants, throw it on and then go. I'm not really coordinating to the, um, to the highest degree there, uh, maybe like Steve Harvey, you know, who's, right. you know, has the, the tie with the belt, with the socks and all that. I'm, you know, it's kind of blue. It's kind of gray. It's kind of black. I'm just grabbing it and going. Yeah. I love that, man. I love that. And, 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 and Steve Harvey, by the way, is probably at a point in his life where he's got somebody doing that for him. They just lay it out for him. All he's got to do is get dressed. Right. And, so um, Romeo, but to that point, you know, part of decision fatigue sometimes is also just outsourcing those decisions. Sure. Like, like he's Absolutely. done, right? Have yeah. somebody else choose what you're going to yeah. wear. I mean, listen, it, that's there's a reason that these meal prep services have taken off so much. Anybody that has any sort of a social media account and has any sort of focus on health or fitness at all, I'm sure just like me, you've seen those all over the place. Meal prep, meal prep, meal prep. So I love that you brought up those two things, okay? Because one... How many times, and audience, ask yourself this, how many times have you found yourself standing in front of the refrigerator or in front of the pantry for five or 10 minutes with the doors wide open, just looking and you're like, what do I want to eat? How exhausting is that? We don't think it is, yet it really is. Imagine you just go in, you grab a pre-packaged container of whatever your meal was going to be for the day. You put it in the microwave, you already know it's going to take a minute and a half to microwave it. You already know that you need a napkin with it and that you need a fork with it. Those are ready to go. You go out to your desk and you eat while you kind of relax a little bit and then you're done. I mean, you can do a nice relaxed meal and reset, recharge midpoint in your day with, with 15 or 20 minutes, or you can do what I do more often than not, which is stand in front of the fridge and think, why don't we have any snacks in here? Why don't we have this in here. And then, uh, and then that leads to arguments with the wife, honey, how come you don't buy me anything specifically? And she goes, I ask you every week what you want from the store. And then I go, Oh yeah, but then that's another decision I have to make. And I don't want to do that. So that's a great, great topic, right? Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Okay. Awesome. All right. So where, where in things also, that's a big one. And, and, and I'll, and I'll admit, I'm trying to get more streamlined with it. But as we've been thinking about this, something that I realized about myself early on, and people make fun of me all the time, but like if I find something that fits me well, that I like, I'll buy every color that they have, right? Like if you come in my closet, there's a specific pair of um, Banana Republic khakis that I can get at the, at the outlet for like half price. And I have like seven different colors, right? Same with shirts. If there's a shirt that I like that fits me the right way, I'll buy every single color that I need to kind of coordinate that. Now, what I am doing as I'm getting older is I'm starting to kind of minimize those, right? It's like, it's either going to be, you know, like black, gray, or white, navy, blue. And I'm just kind of whittling it down further and further. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll be 
uh, I'll be like Steve Jobs and just wear and Gary Keller and wear my black on top of black with, you know, the same pair of shoes. But again, at the end of the day, it's like there are only so many uh, resources we have for mental capacity for the decisions we make. And so we have to start thinking about how we can free that up. Awesome. Okay. All right. Number two benefit of living a simpler life is the ability to reduce your distractions. You know, when, when your life is not simple, you'll find it harder to make significant progress in any one area, right? A great example is a side hustle economy. This has created a space that feeds the need for a quick fix so that ultimately we can buy more things, but all we're doing is losing more things, right? And so let me elaborate on that a little bit, okay? So you and I, for example, and most of our listeners are real estate agents or in some sort of sales business more than likely, okay? So you can work really hard at your sales business and we all know there's, there's almost a limitless ceiling on what you can earn, right? Yet our, our side hustle economy has taught us that while you're doing that, you can also go do this and you can also go do that. And you can also go do this and you can make a couple extra bucks. Yet when you calculate and tally all that up and you've spent an extra 20 hours a week on your side hustle that has earned you less than what one additional sale in your main hustle maybe would have earned you. And you realize that it actually only takes me five hours of effort to generate that additional sale. Well, what if I just took those 20 hours or even just 10 hours and saved the 10 and put that into my main hustle and I was able to generate more results in what it is that I'm doing. So I think it's really important that we, that, that we've got to reduce those distractions so that we can really focus on the things that are important. And also we know that it, they say it takes 10,000 hours to master something. Well, how many things do you want to start and how many 10,000 hour periods in your life do you think you're going to have to master these tasks versus focusing all in one task that you get really good at, that you can go really deep on, that can generate you all the results that you need to then, once you have a great base and a great solid foundation, then maybe you can invest in other things, but they don't become your job or a side hustle. They become maybe an investment with the extra income that you've been able to produce through your main hustle. Mm. I like that one a lot. Um, and uh, I think that might be the first time I heard that term of uh, side hustle economy. So I, I like that because that does describe, you know, our generation. Uh, but then sometimes your your main business can be a distraction. So um, the same way, you know, you have to know your numbers. You know, you have to know where you're spending your time and where your income's coming from. So the same way your side hustle might be taken away from your main hustle, your, your main hustle, you might have too many um, ideas, right? So like, let's say, uh, like, for example, we had this exercise uh, a couple of years ago when we started to look at where our business is coming from, like, well, the bulk of our business is coming from our sphere, right? Yes. And to double down on that portion of the business. And it's like, you know what, we enjoy some other aspects of our business. I'm not going to name them, but you know, there's some other portions that, that we, we enjoy those spaces, but mm -hmm. they were really, we were putting in too much time into them versus the income that they were producing. So I like that a lot. And it kind of helps you to reframe. I think distractions is one of those words um, that can bite a little bit, you know, cause you know, it's mm -hmm. like, whoa, well, I'm not focused, you know, cause I'm 
yeah. too focused on the wrong area of my business. So you're right. There could be some things outside of your business and there could also be some things inside of your business. If, if that's your goal, your goal may not even be to, to do more business. Your goal may be to spend more time with your family and your business 100%. may be distracting you from, from your family time. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, what I love about our organization and the conversations that we have on a regular basis is that, you know, success is what you determine success is, right? right. Our, our, our economy, um, our, our environment, our world will do its very best to impose upon you what success is and force you to chase all these shiny things. Yet at the end of the day, success is what you determine success is. If you want to make a million dollars a year, good for you. Why? If you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, good for you. Why? As long as you're, as long as you're clear on why that success means success for you. That's all that really I think is important. And that's all that I think one should, should focus on. So I love that. Thank you for sharing your input on that. I think that was huge and key. All right. So number three, it's going to give us space to increase our creativity. Okay. So when you simplify your life and your business, it gives you more mind space. Okay. Now, when you've got more mind space, you know, think about this. Remember when you were a kid, okay? Even I have my daughter here right now. She wants to jump on this podcast, so she might make an appearance, okay? But right now, for the most part, right now, she's got one toy in front of her, and she's entertained. Remember when you were a kid, and all it took for you to be entertained was a plastic wiffle ball bat and a wiffle ball, or your bike and riding around the neighborhood, or a puzzle, or a coloring book and crayons. It doesn't matter, right? Like something simple. That's all that you needed. Yet now we have, you know, we have a cell phone and we have my computer and we've got the TV and you have the radio and you have the Apple watch and then you have, you know, the buds and you, you have, you turn anywhere and there's 8 million things and all they're doing is they're, they're taking away our focus, right? And so as you simplify your life and you drop things down, what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to have more space for creativity. And inside of that creativity space, that's when you're going to be able to really focus on the things that may help to move your life forward. And it's not just about business, being creative and planning an amazing date that you take your wife or your husband out on or your spouse or your partner, whatever, or, or a vacation that you get to take your family on. Like those are the types of things that are going to have massive impact on your life and on your family's life that are going to have long-term residual positive effects for you. All right. Awesome. Now, number four, improved sleep is yet another benefit from a simplified life. Okay. So decluttering your mind is a, is a, a, a decluttered mind is a mind at peace. Okay. So a mind at peace will allow you to shut down more easily at night and get more time in your REM cycle of sleep. Now there's been studies to show that like the optimal amount of REM time that we need for our batteries to really recharge is two hours. Yet the same studies also show that most people don't get more than 30 or 45 minutes a night of REM time. So imagine how less effective and productive you will be in your day when you when you have such a short period of time and i and i believe and i go to sleep super super easy i really do but i don't feel like i'm always waking up super well rested and i think it's because i'm not hitting that rem period and i i wouldn't i wouldn't say that i don't have things on my mind at night when i go to bed i do i'm lucky that i'm able to go to bed but i know a lot of people that 
they talk to me about, man, my mind just starts racing as soon as my head hits the pillow and I can't go to sleep, right? That's from a cluttered mind, right? Like if you can download and minimize those things and you can shut it off, even, even there's tricks like no blue light an hour before bed, put your phone on do not disturb, whatever it might be, but you've got to find a way to like wind down so that you can allow yourself more space to go to sleep and get truly recharged and rested. Yeah, considering the amount of time that we spend sleeping or that we should spend sleeping, um, you know, I think this is one of the areas of our lives that we don't focus enough on. And uh, there's probably a lack of science to convince us, you know, of why we need more sleep. Um, yeah. and, and to be honest with you, you know, many of us, we just operate on the least amount as possible. Like if I could function off of four or six hours, you know, it may not be optimal, but you kind of still make it through. Uh, one of the, the one of the harder things for me, it really isn't sleeping. Um, it's not really waking up. It's about just going to bed. It's about shutting everything off. It's about saying, hey, look, nothing else is going to get accomplished tonight. You know, so those nights where it's already like 11 and before you know it, it's 1230, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, you're not really starting with with a full tank. Uh, to just shut it down and say, you know what, I'd rather go to sleep now and, and get a head start on tomorrow than to burn it at both ends off of, you know, minimal brain capacity and then start the next day kind of depleted. So, yes, yeah, sleep yeah. is certainly one of those things that, um, you know, you probably get better sleep, you know, if your life is a little bit more simplified and you probably have more confident sleep of knowing like, hey, look, you know, I'll be able to tackle tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, and then, you know, it seems right. like one of those things is like a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Number five is going to be reduced stress. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Kenny, stress is a leading cause for death in humans. Okay. It's been proven to contribute to heart disease, cancer, lung ailments, accidents, cirrhosis of the liver and suicide. I mean, so many things stress contributes in a negative way to simplifying your life will help you to eliminate stress. Okay. The more choices, distractions, and things that we have only help to cause additional stress for us. If we can find ways to let go of those things that are truly not important, that truly are not moving the needle that are there just to be there, then the better it will be for us. Right. Even if it's something like going into your closet and saying, you know what, I haven't worn those 20 things in a year and a half. I'm going to take them and donate them so that somebody can take advantage and have those clothes because all it is, is it's yet another decision that I have to make, even though I already know the decision, which is I'm not going to wear them. It's a decision. Nonetheless, simple things. We're not talking about making massive, crazy, impactful changes in your life. Start small, start to chunk these things down and get us get, get a little bit more simple each day. Mm, yeah, I like that. You know, and, and also, you know, you have to protect what you allow into your mind, you know, so sometimes yeah. the stress can come just from a conversation. Maybe mm -hmm. you send that person, you know, the voicemail and deal with them later, you know, so you right. can make it through your day and not let, allow them to or that situation to add stress to your life, if, if at all possible. Sometimes it's unavoidable, but, but over the things that you can't control, you know, just controlling, you know, who gets your time and, and who gets your 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 mental and your emotional energy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes back to our podcast last week when we talked about 
whether you're reacting or responding, right? And I think the only way that you can actually respond versus react is if you are in a clear mind space, because if you're coming from a cluttered mind space and an anxious filled, anxiety filled mind space, you're, you're going to have a really hard time not reacting. It's going to be really tough for you to respond. So I love that you brought that back. I think that closes that loop on that one really, really well. Um, all right. So number six is the ability to have improved concentration. Okay. Think about how hard it is for you to concentrate and get important things done when you have too many things going on. Anytime in your life, right? That you've had too many things going on and you've had to focus on something. When you sit down, even for your best efforts, you sit down and you're like, I, I just can't, even yesterday, okay? Great example of trying to simplify my life, but also do too much. I'm on a training last night, okay? But also had this like ping in the back of my mind, like I still haven't started to outline my, 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 my slides for this um, training that I'm doing at the end of the month. So I'm watching this, I'm trying to participate in the training, but I'm also attempting to create an outline simultaneously. I read the outline this morning. I have no idea what I'm even talking about. If I sent that to our hub and asked them to create the slides, they would be lost, right? It just doesn't work. We can't do that. And so, you know, we've got to be able to get that improved concentration by simplifying our lives, by making sure that we have systems and processes set up for ourselves that allow us the space to do the things that we need to do when we need to do them. And, you know, I mean, imagine, imagine the simplification of your day as a realtor, you know? So um, imagine that you're, you're, you're focusing on developing a deeper relationship with people in your world and the depth of your business, how, how much, how much deeper your business will be and it'll become impenetrable, right? So like if we focus on the right things with our improved concentration, we're concentrating on the right things, right? How many times, Kenny, have you gone into a conversation with somebody and before they finished talking, all you were thinking about was the next thing you were going to say and then you forgot their name? Mm. Uh, probably happens on a weekly basis. Right? I mean, I've gotten better at it, but when I was younger... I would meet you. You would tell me your name. And within three minutes, I will have forgotten your name. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I've gotten better at that. Mm -hmm. Yet I'm still not perfect at it. Right. Concentration is key and we need that. And simplifying our lives is going to give us the space to have more concentration. Absolutely. Yeah. A complicated life, like, oh, the new iPhone 13 came out and that camera looks even better than the one that I have on my 12. And you've got to run out and you spend two hours waiting in line so you can get the new phone and then you get the new phone and then you got to learn all the tricks about the new phone and you do all these things when your phone was totally fine. Plus you spent more money that you really didn't need to spend. And then through that, you probably buy extra lenses for the cameras and this and that, right? Like the more complicated we make our lives, the more things we find to spend money on and how easy is it to spend money today? Remember back in the day when it was cash? Yeah. Now you can pay by putting your phone up against the machine or tapping your credit card. It's mm -hmm. so simple. I mean, it's so easy to spend money and not even think about it. We've got to find ways to simplify our lives and realize that the things that we have are enough, right? Think back to when you were between 18 and 21 years old. Something tells me you, you 
have a lot more than you had then. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, that's definitely accurate. Would you say that you're significantly more happy and less stressed today than you were between 18 and 21? Um, definitely would not say I'm less stressed. Happiness is probably about the same. About the same. So there you go, folks. The more you have doesn't make you happier, right? But what will make you happier is having greater space in your life to be able to enjoy the things that you're going through. Mm, absolutely. An another thing is um, uh, being able to, when you simplify your life and opportunities are presented to you that you have to engage in, um, you know, pick the one that, you know, has at least ties to it. So I think one of the traps that we get into now, the more, the more time we spend on social media, the more time we spend on Amazon, the more time we spend on, you're, you're going to spend more money. I mean, these things are, you know, created by the masters. They're created mm -hmm. to engage you and convince you that you need something even, even when you don't. Um, sometimes just by being like, you know, I don't need more stuff in my house. I don't need more things to navigate. I don't need more things to clean. I don't need more things to maintain. Um, you know, you'll save money just by not even having those items sometimes if you can go without them. Or sometimes you don't have to commit to them. You can be like, you know what? Um, I don't need to own this item. I can just borrow it, use it, and then give it back. And then I have to right. think about it or maintain it or, or whatever, you know, uh, that, that burden on that item is. Uh, so I, I like that a lot. And then um, I think also, you know, sometimes you just got a clean house. You know, um, yeah. you know, we're having a conversation um, with somebody talking about owning a storage unit and not even accessing that storage unit, you know, for, you know, years. Uh, but during that whole period of time, you know, they're paying rent, you know, on the storage units, which is costing, costing, costing. Sometimes you just have to, you know, overhaul your life and just throw stuff out, just get rid of it. And don't even make that a complicated process of trying to sell these 85 things on eBay you know, yeah. and then making a couple hundred dollars, like your time might be better well used by just donating it. Or in, in this example, they just let it go and let the, you know, uh, the, the storage, you know, warriors come in, bid on right. it and take it. Uh, so sometimes you got to just jettison the junk, you know, from your life. Love that. Jettison the junk, ladies and gentlemen, jettison the junk. I love that. Listen, I love that you brought that part up, right? So Something that I do because I Amazon is good. Amazon's really good. But what I'll do, and you'll find this often if you were to like log into my Amazon account, I will go through, I'm in a I'm in a mind space where I feel like I need this and oh, I'm in here. I may as well make it worthwhile. What else can I need? And I start finding myself using time, mental space, thinking about additional things that I need that weren't even on my mind, right? Mm -hmm. What a great use of time. I'm being sarcastic, everybody. What a waste of time. What I've gotten better at though, is I now leave them in the cart for like three, four or five days. That's right. If I don't think about it during that time or discover that, man, I really should have, I wish it was already here. Then I just delete them from the cart and I don't buy them because clearly I didn't need it. I just wanted it or something got my attention for a moment. But again, finding a system or a process that works for you because we're human. We've got to give ourselves some grace. We will still fall. And you're, like you said, the masters created these things. Like they're going to get us. They understand human nature very well. So 
give yourself some grace, but come up with some systems to keep yourself from adding more things. I just purged a bunch of stuff out of our garage and it felt wonderful. Wonderful. I keep, you know what I keep? I keep the boxes for all the electronics that we buy because one day I think, well, if I want to sell this sometime later, it's going to be more valuable if I have the box. And you just made a great point. Why spend the time trying to sell something? Just donate it, get a tax write off, right? Do something easier. I love that. I love that. that that's yeah. huge. Beautiful. Awesome. Jettison the junk, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be our keyword going forward. I love that. All right. Number eight benefit is building better relationships. When you simplify your life, you remove all the distractions that you can. It gives you more space to be present. And we all know that the more present you are with others, the better your relationships will be, the deeper your relationships will be, the more you can hear from them and contribute to the conversation. You know, sometimes we actually need to slow down to go faster. And when I was in hospitality, I used to say this to the staff all the time when I would see them going crazy, running around, we call it in the weeds in the hospitality industry. And I'd say something like, hey, Kenny, slow down. And Kenny would say to me, but I, but I got table one, two, three, four, five, six, and they all got double set and I got to get over there and go, slow down. If you slow down, you can refocus, you can put things together and you can then actually go faster. You've got to slow down sometimes to go faster and actually realize what's more important. And then you can prioritize and being present in the moment is so key, I think, to being able to build better relationships. Mm, yeah, and I feel like, uh, you know, we're both fathers. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, time is valuable, whether it's the time we're spending with our families or, or not. Um, but, but just simplifying your life. One of the things I like that, that you, you've done a, a long time ago, and uh, I think you've shared this before, which was really just, you know, muting, you know, your phone, turning off the alerts, so many alerts, so many things that you have to respond to. So that way you could be more present and in the moment, you know, with your family during the time that you've dedicated towards them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something I've, I've implemented in my, my own life as well. Uh, my awesome. children are a little bit older, um, but I also noticed that they're also more receptive, uh, um, um, uh, not receptive, but um, they can tell when we're distracted, right? 100%. And then they will start to pick up that same habit as well. Mm -hmm. And when I look at people who have children older than mine, where they're teenagers and they're walking up and they're talking to them and then the kids are just looking at them with dead eyes, and they're like, oh, wait, you're talking to me? You know, they had their ear pods in the whole time, looking right at them, not oh, listening man. to them at all. Oh, and man. You want to get frustrated with the teenagers, but then you also learn, like, this is learned behavior. They're watching us 100%. do it. Yep. How many times have, have, have your kids come up and they're asking you something? You're sitting here, you know, but you're yep. not listening because you got something else going on, you know, yep. in here. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like, you know what? This is definitely a, a habit that we want to make sure that we have control over and that we're not teaching, you know, to our children, at least so you, you're not a hypocrite, you know, that's 100%. probably more of my motivation. So yeah. that way I could tell them to stop doing something and then not feel guilty because I'm doing it myself because I'm sure yeah. it just as frustrating for them where they're talking to me and I'm not listening. Oh yeah. I'm talking to them and they're not listening. Yep. Um, uh, but, but it definitely will help improve the relationships that we have, you know, at least on a, on an interpersonal level. And then when it comes to just, in life. And like you said, working with your clients, I think when you spoke earlier about somebody telling you their name and you not uh, remembering it, a lot of times it's because you didn't think about even remembering that name when it was told to you. You're just having right. a conversation because you might already be thinking about what do you have to share with them? 
hundred percent being open to what's, what's being shared with you. So I like that one a lot. Yeah. People, man. I mean, we, we are human nature and I love that you brought up your kids and, and our kids. Cause if you watch children, they'll teach you so much, right? We've had, we've had our oldest home all week because of some COVID scares at, at her school. And she's made comments like, mommy, daddy, why you have so many meetings today? Right. Or you have a lot of meetings today because all they really want is they want a little bit of our time and a little bit of our attention. And yes, we do still have to balance work because during the work day yet, yet if you listen to your kids, like they'll help you understand what really is important in life. Not that we don't have to work. We have to work. We have to earn an income. Like money is necessary to survive and to live yet. Our children can teach us lessons about what's truly important and they'll show you how much they want to be heard. Have you ever had your child and, and you thought they were being disrespectful, but it was really their inability to express, but they are like, you know, you and your wife are talking maybe, and they're like pointing like, Hey, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Cause they're trying to interject because they want your attention. That's mm -hmm. them just showing you that they, they just want to be heard. That's it. They just want to be heard. Awesome. Okay. So number nine, we're going to wrap it up here with number nine. This one is, this one is really the, the pinnacle, I believe, of why we even talk about these things. The, the most important benefit that simplifying your life is going to create for you is it's going to help you with increased happiness and joy. Living a simple life will help you find more joy in the things that you have and do. It's going to reduce the shiny penny syndrome and keep and the keeping up with the Joneses. It's going to reduce your self-induced stress, less stress, less decisions to make, less things to worry about, um, to keep track of, the deeper relationships it will lead to, and the happier your life will be. Right? Danny's going to make a. Danny's going to make a. Uh, a cameo here. All right. Hey, Danny, say hi to everybody on the show. Hi. Hi. Danny. Right. And you know, your children, your family, your lives, like that's the purpose of business is to fund the perfect life. Don't get caught distracting yourself so much that you forget about what really is important. And when you are an old person on your deathbed, you're going to remember how much happiness and joy you had in your life and all the things that you may have accumulated in your lifetime don't matter because you can't take them with you. They're no good to you anymore once you're gone. So focus on the experiences, focus on your happiness and your joy, simplify your life and give yourself the space to truly determine what it is that you need, what it is that you want, and what it is, it's going to bring you happiness and joy in your life. And I promise you, if you do so, you will also have powerful businesses and you'll have the life that you truly want. Wow. That's deep. I mean, I, I like that this is number nine because it, it brings it all together and uh, helps to motivate us to simplify our lives because I think another reason why we start to have these conversations around the beginning of the year is that by the end of the year, 
you could really look back about like what happened and, mm-hmm. and be reflective and it gives you motivation to make changes for, for the following year. Right. Cause we could, we could do this any time of the year, but totally. it seems like we have extra motivation in, in the beginning of the year. And I think just coming off of the holidays and, and really spending time with, with the people that, that matter in your life, if you're, if you're uh, you know, lucky enough to be able to do so, um, I think it really helps to frame all of this and motivate you. Like, you know, what? I need to declutter. I need to, to reduce my stress. I need to spend more time with the people who are important to me and, and get more sleep and, and, um, and reduce my wardrobe and clean up my diet and limit all these distractions. Um, and then sometimes you need some motivation. You need to, to frame it in a way that'll give you the, the courage to, to do these things, right? Yeah. Some of these things do take courage in order to do them. And, you know, focusing on your own happiness and the pe- happiness of the people around you, um, what better motivation than that, right? What, motiv- what better motivation than, than, than the little, little bundle of joy you have on your lap right now? You know, 100%. if that doesn't get you started, you know, what will? 100%. And, and, you know, while you guys are going through this, you're going to have people that are going to try to say, no, you shouldn't do less, you should do more. I mean, you know, it's all over the place, right? But just remember this beautiful quote by the uh, incredible Dr. Seuss. Those that matter don't mind and those that mind don't matter. Listen to your own heart. The people that really matter are going to support you and care about you. And if they're not supporting you and caring about you and helping you to live your best life, then maybe they don't matter. Simplify your life, people. That includes people. (laughs) All right. Dr. Seuss, man, dropping knowledge. Dr. Seuss. All right. Rap stars, we're out. This has been our show. I hope that you enjoyed it. We're really excited about the new 2022 year, and we're looking forward to bringing you more and more interesting topics and value. Please drop notes in the, in the uh, comment section. Let us know what you think. If there's any topics that you'd like for us to cover, please let us know. And uh, maybe we'll get Danny and Sophie and uh, Kenny and Kennedy on the show a little bit more often too. All right. Rap stars, we're out. Say bye. Bye.